both sides of the ball I, I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to with all due respect f off with all due respect make it nine straight for your la clippers 121 11 they down the dallas mavericks and oklahoma will suffer their first defeat of the season it comes at the hands of the north carolina tar heels in the Jumpman invitational tonight in charlotte Final score, North Carolina 81, Oklahoma 69. This ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles. And the people here are very sophisticated. I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. It's TJ's fault. I mean, this is a this dude's a freak, yeah. you know, and and people talk about him like he's some slap from East Aboga, <laughs> right. you know, community college. What 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 is this? What is this? What have you given us? Sorry, TJ. I just hadn't heard some things in a while. Hour Who's three. the one telling uh, the media, uh, giving his guys the right to tell the media to bleep off? Uh, Mike McDaniel, uh, Dolphins head coach. Okay, I hadn't heard is it that Mike one. McDaniel? Yeah. I think yeah. it's Mike, yeah. Uh, he was the, – the extended version of that is um, – I guess they play the Cowboys this week. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Anybody that asks them anything about playoff positioning or anything other than this game against the Dallas Cowboys, you have my permission to tell them to bleep off. <laughs> I think he's hilarious. He's such a, a non-football coach, right? <laughs> the joggers on the sidelines aren't sweatpants to coach a game in and I don't know. I think he's he looks like a. Uh, yeah, he would be working in an office like a, a tech company or something. Yeah, it looks like somebody gave the equipment manager too much power one day, and uh, you could be head coach for a day, and he just ran with it. No offense to equipment managers out there. All right, T. You ready for the always controversial SEC fact of the day? My continuing effort to educate myself and others about this new conference we're going into that somehow continues to tick people off. Um, here you go. Today, Tej, uh, 275 days away from Oklahoma's first SEC game against Tennessee. During the initial blasting to build Faroe Field at Missouri in 1925, a rock crusher and another truck were buried in the rubble. 
They remain buried under the playing field to this day. A couple of trucks underneath where they're playing football there in Missouri, Teach. Really? Yeah. Tonka trucks. No. Real trucks. I don't believe that. That is your SEC fact. Who cares? Uh, No doubt this will infuriate Missouri fans. It's a minivan. It's not a truck, you moron. And the trucking industry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who knows who will tick off today. Okay. It's the first minivan ever built in 1925. Get it right. National Signing Day yesterday. Brent Venables had a press conference. Um, I think this was one of the more interesting topics that was brought up. Uh, he was asked, I believe by John Hoover, about building a team for the SEC. And... Does he feel like he's getting the kind of guys that it's going to take to win in the SEC? Is he getting what he wants? We're always we're always working to be better, and uh, we certainly are uh, competitive. We want more, and uh, we're going to need more. Uh, whatever that means, it's all encompassing. Uh, you know, it's incredibly competitive. It's relentless. It's year round. Uh, it's challenging. Uh, you know, there's smart coaches, and there's a lot of programs that have a lot of resources, uh, just like Oklahoma. And and um, so it's a very real competition and one that isn't just going to go away. You're going to win some and not win some, but you need to win more than, than you lose. And so uh, um, everybody here uh, in, the, in the program, from the president all the way to the athletic director, and then everybody else, uh, the recruiting staff, the coaches, the families, the players, everybody, there's a real commitment to it. Uh, I don't think there's anybody here that, uh, that that doesn't recognize, you know, what's in front of us right now. Uh, recruiting's always been competitive, but you're going to go to a, a, a conference now uh, that the resources are very real everywhere you go uh, that are either every bit as good, if not better, than what you have. So uh, you got to be resourceful, uh, certainly uh, got to be committed to our philosophy. I don't want to going to a, you know, another a 10 minute answer for everybody and we got some questions to answer but but you know we want to as college football is becoming more and more transactional we want to continue to be a relational I believe that has you know longevity and sustainability uh, but at the same time things have changed uh, dramatically in the last uh, three years in college football that goes without saying and the fluidity of, of rosters is a very real thing the lack of stability of rosters is a very real thing. And so we've got to be adjustable and adaptable and, and be aggressive along the way, not just reactive, but be proactive. And I believe that's the, the, the vision and the philosophy that is shared throughout our university community. Yeah, I mean, it's been a – the good news is there's been a runway here. We've known for three years now that Oklahoma's going to the SEC. And um, it has spooked – more than one person, most notably the former head coach, perhaps. But, um, I mean, we'll see. You know me, Teach. I think it's a little overblown, honestly. I think we're going to get into the league, and we're going to look around and go, I mean, these guys are a lot like the other guys. They just wear different uniforms, and they play in bigger stadiums. They're not much better than Kansas State and Oklahoma State and some of the teams we've been playing the last few years, other than the guys at the top. But, I mean, 
You disagree with that? I don't know how anybody uh, yeah, They have their bottom feeders, so I get what you're saying there. Not even but... bottom feeders, but like Ole Miss, we make a big deal out of Ole Miss. Ole Miss is no better than K-State. They haven't been near as good of a program as Kansas State's been. They had a nice year this year. They're, but They're on a nice we... run here over the last few years with Lane. Uh, so He's got things really? going in the right direction. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're right. Missouri but... appears to have things going. We'll see if it can be consistent and they can put it together, you know, more than one year. I stand by my years. statement. And I, well, I agree with than, you that OU is going to be fine if that's your point there. I agree with that. I will more than happily come back around in five years and go, I was wrong with, about that. Because I'm almost always wrong about everything. And I'm happy to admit so. But, you know, I think the SEC's reputation is built almost entirely on the big dogs at the top. And they're really good. And that's the difference. Alabama and Georgia are the difference. The national uh, narrative with fans is, congratulations, OU, you just became Nebraska. And I just don't believe that. No. No. I mean, look at some of the facts that have been put out. I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves, our own fan base, of who Oklahoma is, you know? I mean, the na- lost in the did or did not Arkansas win a national championship yesterday teach is the fact that next to alabama oklahoma's got twice as many national championships as anybody else in the sec over twice as many we're not tennessee we're not auburn we're not lsu as as highly and as scary as some of you think those programs are you're shaking your boots at the thoughts of these sec schools they're so far below Oklahoma in the pecking order of college football history that you got to refocus a little bit. Look now, at the mess Florida's in right now. Been a bit, been a bit since they won the title, but still, I mean, what? Even in the playoff era, what have they been? The fourth best program, so fourth or fifth, probably. Anyway, I don't know why I got sidetracked on that. I, I think that uh, the Athletes are better. Playing the lines is better. Um, Sometimes we make a bigger deal out of it than it is. I think we think they're better because they're in the SEC. And they run out in the uniforms that they're wearing. And we go, boy, look at that guy. Look at that guy. They don't have guys like that in the Big 12. What do you mean? That 6'4", 275-pound guy? I got got the K-State spotter boards right here. They got a 6'4", 275-pound guy. Yeah, but he doesn't look like that. No, he's wearing an orange uniform instead of a purple uniform, but we'll see. It'll be tough. Um, What was I going to ask you? Oh, Bowl Mania. How Smith Restaurant Group, Bowl Mania. I think the uh, Frisco Bowl is the only game we've had since... It is. You yeah. and I were last together. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, you know, the house, a House Smith gift card would be a perfect Christmas gift, TJ. It's the perfect Christmas gift. HouseSmith.com. Spread some joy this holiday season. Use a House Smith gift card for great dinners at Neighborhood Jam or the Garage, um, Louie's, um, Charleston's. list goes on and on. Hold you got on. you. You had UTSA, right? Yes. So you're seven and two now. Yes. Nice. Really good. Um, 
I'm five and four and rocketing up the charts. I'm now in 862nd place in our league. You're probably in the 700s. Yeah, I'm not much higher just because I don't have very high point totals for these games so far. We got a game tonight. The Boca Raton Bowl is tonight. South Florida and Syracuse. I've got Syracuse tonight, TJ. Do you, who do you have? I would have to look that up. Bulls I'm pretty sure orange. I had Syracuse as well. I can tell you quickly here. Let me get to my page. While you're looking up that up, here's our updated top ten in our Hal Smith Restaurant Group Bowl Mania competition, the largest private yes, Bowl Mania Syracuse group in America. Well. Great Nuts continues to lead. Jeffrey Smith, 8-1, and one, 304 points. Border Sooner, 69 in second place. That's Charlie Irwin, 264. Kid Oklahoma, Glenn Tolentino in third place with 252. Sean is an old. <laughs> That's Brandon Leslie, his son, in fourth place with 238. Our own Travis Davidson in fifth place at 237. He's 8-1. and one. D.C. Sooner, Doug Freudenberger, maybe, 228. One OU1, James Alvarado in seventh place at 224. Here's a new name, to, uh, TJ. Coach B-Dub in OKC, Brad Williams, in eighth place at 222. Piece of cake, Jim Cox. Isn't that the guy that we got on and gave him a hard time about not changing his name? Yeah, yeah, and he asked us how to do it. He figured it out. He named his team Piece of Cake. Yep. <laughs> Two twenty one. I wonder if that's a reference to us telling him did we say something about it's a piece of piece cake? Of cake. Or it's easy peasy. And Haytown Sooner in tenth place. That's Nick Gleason with two hundred and twenty points. So we are nine games into a forty three game bowl season. That is not yet a fourth of the way through it, but uh, we'll be close to that after tonight's Boca Raton Bowl. You also have a Thursday night NFL game tonight, 7-15 Saints and Rams. Mm. I don't know why, but the Saints have always bored me. I don't know if it's the uniforms or what. I just have a hard time getting fired up about the Saints. Nothing exciting about nothing to get fired up for. Right Even when Drew Brees was there, I mean, they were better. Yeah, that was a little exciting, yeah. but more fun to, When they were winning the Super Bowl, they were more fun to watch. And the Thunder back home tonight, uh, or another game at home tonight. The scorching hot Clippers in town. Clips beat your Mavs last night. That's nine in a row for the Clips. Don't know if Paul George will play tonight. He did not play against Dallas last night due to an illness. I was looking at an Oklahoman story today, TJ, recapping the Paul George trade. Um, you remember this, right? You remember Paul George, right, I remember right, Paul George, yes. I remember the trade, yes. You remember he used to be at the Thunder and then Correct. they uh, sent him to the Clippers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you remember the details of that trade? I do not. I probably would once you remind me, but not off the top of my head. You think after I tell you what they were, then you'll remember what they were? That's correct. Is that what you're telling me here? Yeah. Um, so in return, yeah, I want to make sure I get this right, so I'm just going to find the story here. Um, 
In return, they got Shea Gilgis Alexander. Okay, so stop right there. The Thunder have won the trade. Right? Yes, with the age of the two guys, where uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander is in his career, what he's become, they've already won the trade, yes. I mean, this is the second straight year he is unquestionably a top five player in the NBA and a legitimate MVP candidate right now. And Paul George has been in and out of the lineup. So if you stop right there, just straight up Paul George for SGA, the Thunder have won uh, won the trade. But in addition to that, they got, and this is no exaggeration, 1,000 first-round draft picks. Man, that seemed like more than I remember, but, man, that's nope. good. That's pretty good. Uh, here we go. Here's the details. Okay, so they got Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, 2022 first-round pick, 2024 first-round pick, 2026 first-round pick, first-round picks via Miami in 2021 and 2023, and the rights to swap picks with the Clippers in 2023 and 2025. <laughs> so far, they have turned that into uh, SGA. They uh, the Danilo Gallinari had one nice season here, and then they traded him away to the Hawks for a 2025 second round pick. The 2021 pick from Miami is Trey Mann. Eh, he's been okay, but he's a bench player for them. The 2022 first rounder from the Clippers, they got Jalen Williams with the number nice. 12 pick. Jay Dub, who finished second in the Rookie of the Year voting last year. So SGA, Jalen Williams, Trey Mann, and they still have what? Five, five more first-round picks? Uh-huh. Not too bad. Nice trade, Clippers. Mm-hmm. Desperate yep. to get that guy that was going to put them over the top for a championship. They're doing much yeah. better this year. They're finally coming together. Kawhi and him have been fairly healthy. We'll see if it pans out that way. That is Herschel Walker-esque right there. A little bit, yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. It's put them on the cusp of being discussed as a uh, team that can win home court in the playoffs and and compete for a championship within the next year or two. Absolutely. Great game tonight. Great game tonight. We'll see if they can snap the Clippers' win streak. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. R.K. Black brings you this hour. You'll be holly jolly in your office when they help you with all of your network solution needs. Copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management. It's R.K. Black. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby, what's this pink dip you speak of? Uh, Welcome a new listener. Um, It's my specialty. A recipe passed down from my grandmother. May she rest in peace. And TJ can testify it is just the best chip dip on planet Earth. That's all I can tell you. I cannot reveal any secrets to the recipe. 
No more secrets will be revealed, people. Um, this is going back to our urinized rant on uh, the Caden Green situation. Mrs. Love says, block them. Agreed, classless. Go after the guy. Don't go after the guy's work or business over a player. Dodger Blaine says, you go, TJ. I'll repeat. If you don't want to be here, I don't want you. Preach, TJ, Southpaw Sooner says. Uh, the green situation is not related to recruiting. That was tampering. You'd be mad over it if it was tampering or not. I mean, at this point, my point is, let it go. It's done. It's over with. Like you're right. It's transfer. Nothing's going to come for it. Or come from it if it's tampering. Nothing. It's uh, it's transfer portal, not recruiting. But in my yeah. mind, that's all the same thing. Like it's it's wrapped in that same world. It's yeah. It's all the same people getting <laughs> fired up about it. So we get all the people supporting us, and then here's the one. Hey, so any more if he news? Was, yeah, if he ahead. was, ta- if it is tampering, how are you going to help on Twitter by harassing and yelling and complaining? How is that going to help anything? Or giving not. one star to his dad's insurance. You've business. made us look stupid. You've made the OU fan base look stupid today, a small number of you, by harassing a man's business. I'm sure you thought you were clever and cute, and I th- I'm sure you're like, I'm going to defend my university here. Stop. Grow up. Uh, hey, is there any more news on Green's lying about BV's character, saying BV lied and didn't treat him like a human? No. Stop. <laughs> uh, Let it go. Ramrod said it was uh, Seth Luttrell that rode the horse, not BV, so... Still, there's got to be footage totally, of this somewhere. Yeah, okay, totally. I like. I wouldn't be surprised if Seth Luttrell rode a horse to work every day. <laughs> Here's one of your favorite textures. I'm not not meaning I don't know who this is, but just the the text itself. I had OU losing by twenty. They may be a little better than I thought. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. <laughs> Uh, Toby, it's not a party until someone brings out the game of life. I can bring life. We've got life. You want me to bring life? Um, no, I don't want you, you to know bring what any I'll board do? game. I'm not I'll a fan a, of board games. I'll take a picture of our game cabinet, and you could tell me what games you want us to bring. I can tell you right now. None of them. Hmm. That's what I'd tell you. I love SEC fact of the day, Toby. Thank you. Uh, can't wait for Toby's SEC fact of the day a year from now. It'll go something like this. The only team to win the SEC in their first year after joining the conference is the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Got bad news for you. The SEC fact of the day ends at kickoff of the OU Tennessee game. (laughs) Toby, uh, good morning. Good morning. I could not agree with you more about the SEC teams. I've not been intimidated by any of them ever. We'll be ready. I know we're going to prove a lot of doubters wrong. Let's go. That's from Casey K. Okay. Thank you, Casey. That's the right attitude. TJ's Teddy voice cracks me up. Give us a little Teddy today, TJ. Well, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what these guys look like, but they haven't played a down of college football yet. You know me. Come on, McComas. Give them all the stars you want till they earn them. There you go. 
Uh, it's really good. It's a really good Teddy voice. <laughs> you guys raining on the fans. What about Mike Steely and Lincoln Riley? Uh, Steely needs to let Riley go a little bit. Unhealthy. But Lincoln Riley keeps giving him, uh, you know, adding fuel to the fire every other week. Not ranting on the fans, ranting on that small number of fans, not the fans. And I started that with saying this is a very low percentage. They're just loud. Right. Yeah. The majority of you listening this morning, we're not directing that at you. Correct. Uh, Did Teddy... Do Teddy at hot yoga again. (laughs) Now they're all wanting me to act out roles. Hey, here's your script. Go! Um, I think I think there are I don't think I know there are some who love recruiting and, and great it's another way to be competitive like I've said before you got to do it you got to be good at it to have a good football team and it's another way to be competitive they even have rankings teach they have rankings yeah we declare a winner at the end of it it's a way to be competitive but some of you are like oh, I can help you know I I'll help on social media and some of you maybe do. Like, with positivity, mostly. But, uh, anyway, I've said too much. Go ahead. <laughs> on behalf of some other people, please stop. Can you at least tell me on this paint dip if it's a spicy dip, a sweet dip, etc.? Creamy. Not too spicy. You could make it various levels of spicy. I usually don't make it too overly spicy. It's a creamy dip that is colored pink. TJ, would you like to add any more uh, explanation to that no i you, you definitely could take it to different levels depending mm-hmm. on one of the ingredients that you use so yeah tj thinks he knows the ingredients that are in it yeah um pretty and much, he's right about much he's right about that so he's i mean he's right about the different levels you could take it to <laughs> his landing uh, from the 405 is giving your recipe i won't read this in case he has all the secrets hmm but why don't you text it to me? I'd love to know if he if he's got it. He's got just two ingredients, mm-hmm. um, and two of the two ingredients are the two well, ingredients. That's wrong. I don't know if that's if you add any more. If he than only the two has ingredients. two ingredients, he's wrong. Yeah, there's more than two things that go into it. More like people need to get a life. All right, yeah. let's don't all start yelling at each other today. <laughs> I've started this. I'm sorry. Ronnie Crimson would like to know if the paint dip has beans in it. I can't tell you that. Maybe now, now here come all the texts with all the guests uh, of what's in the pink dip. You know what would be good, Teach? Uh, ask Katie because we're bringing the pink dip. We're doing enough already. Ask Katie if she could make a seven-layer dip Sunday night. She makes a seven-layer dip. I love a good seven-layer dip, but I do not want one of the di- uh, layers to be olives. Oh, that's one of her. That's one of I her things. Hate the black olives. olives. Please make it a six-layer dip, Teach. Leave the olives out. That's one of Katie's favorite parts about her seven-layer dip, though, is the black I don't olives. care. I don't like it, and I'm the guest. <laughs> That's okay. I'll pick out the olives. I'll pick out the olives. But it leaves an aftertaste. Like <laughs> olives, you can't just pick it out and say, I don't taste the olives anymore. It leaves behind a residue. Like you, I can taste the olives. Hey, you keep making these demands and acting like you're showing up with board games and stuff. Uh, the blinds may be shut, people laying on the ground and staying quiet for about 10 minutes no, until you leave the front door. stop acting like you're not excited to have us over. <laughs> we'll be there. You got somewhere I could park the RV, by the way? Uh, Yeah, the, the street across from us. Hmm. Yeah. 
835, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Well, we got got some uh, breaking news going on out there. uh... Breaking news brought to you by Wagner's Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. They service the best and sell the rest. Wagner's Heating and Air. Florida State has called an emergency board of trustees meeting for tomorrow. Um, The meeting agenda is expected to include them discussing what they're going to do about their conference. They should look into the NFL. The belief is that they are going to expedite their exit from the ACC. So here we go. This may be about to get crazy zany again. Because if they go, the ACC might scatter to the four ends of the earth. They should look into going to the Big 12 because in that conference, the way it's built now, they could probably go undefeated, and that would give them a good shot at getting into the playoff. (laughs) I see what you did there. I see what you did there, TJ. It's pretty good. I mean, they are just fuming. Just fuming. So <laughs> deservedly so, they should be fuming. They did everything they had to do. They even right. scheduled LSU in the non-con. I mean, come on. Kirk Herbstreet did them in. <laughs> he did them in. That's right. Um, Jeff Colhane is their play-by-play voice now. Just took the job last year, replacing your boy uh, Decker Hoffer. Decker Hoffer. He was at North Dakota State. Jeff Colhane, before that at West Virginia, known him since he was at West Virginia. So he saw on Twitter that I was calling the Frisco Bowl, and he texted me and said, you're headed to one of my favorite stadiums, Toyota Stadium in Frisco. That's where North Dakota State won a whole bunch of their national, their FCS national championships the last few years, and Jeff called those games. North Dakota State's been an FCS powerhouse. And uh, so I was uh, uh, just trading texts back and forth with him. And, I mean, what a kick to the crotch, right? You go undefeated, you don't get in the playoff, and now they send you, as the play-by-play guy, to the absolute worst stadium in America to try to call a game from, the Orange Bowl. <laughs> He's going to see the field backwards in the corner with no monitor and two people. It's just awful. I shouldn't say the worst. I haven't been to Auburn yet, but poor guy. I don't usually feel bad for Florida State, but I feel bad for Florida State. Uh, Mac Brown is wound up, Teach. He is not happy with North Carolina State and their head coach, Dave Doran. Have you seen this? Ma- oh, Mac? I don't think so. Oh, Mac got himself fired up. He called them classless. Ooh, that is fired up for Mac. Mac's like the nicest guy in the world. So here's what happened. Um, a video was put out of the post-game video celebration last month from NC State in which Doran used derogatory language to describe the Tar Heels. 
After they beat him to close out the season, Doran addressed the team inside the locker room, and his comments were caught on camera by the ACC network. Quote, it's been 1,460 days since those pieces of bleep beat us. End quote. Yeah. Brown Mac brought up the topic Wednesday at his National Signing Day news conference. Quote, I've never heard something like that before. I'm disappointed. I thought it was classless. It's not true. We didn't play well in the game. We didn't coach well in the game. It's been very well documented, and I got that. But you don't call kids a piece of bleep. And I've I've addressed it with our team. I apologized to them. These kids are one of the top academic groups in America. They got an award for AFCA's top 13. They won a coastal division. They've won a bunch of games. They've been to an Orange Bowl, been to five straight bowls. They represent us. And from me speaking for them and their parents, they really didn't appreciate being called a piece of bleep. Ooh. Like Shooter Ooh. McGavin and Happy Gilmore all over again. Dave Dorn said, quote, Obviously, if I knew I was on camera, my language would not have been what it was. You're always, today's world, you're always on camera, especially in a locker room celebration or speech or whatever it may be. You are always being recorded. Mm-hmm. You know that as a head coach in college football at a Power 5 program. Come on. I love a good coach v. coach. No, it's uh, great. Rivalry. I love it. It's great, but don't play dumb. I didn't Who know will that. be Brent Venable's biggest coaching rival in the SEC? Brent Venable's is so classy. It's hard to define rival there. Somebody will get under his skin. Yeah. I, I, Sark, I mean, it's Texas. But Sark is not a real he's not he's not one that pokes under the, bear the skin either. Getter. Right. You know who does uh get under the skin of people? Jerk face Josh Heupel. I'm gonna call Josh Heupel no, V Brent Josh. Venables. It won't be Josh. Too much love there. I I'll throw out a couple of candidates for you. Uh I think Kirby Smart is very capable of irritating people. Could he be the guy? Mm, maybe. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly is the one that just popped into my head right before you said it, yeah. That's definitely a, a top candidate. Neither one of those are correct. Eli Drinkwitz. There's the one. Yeah. Eli Drinkwitz. Already, Brent doesn't like him, I'm sure, behind the scenes. Sure, absolutely. Eli Drinkwitz. Hmm. Sean That'll text, be fun. Sean texted and said, Max has been fuming for over a month now and just now got the chance to vent. I love college sports. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. While we're on the topic. While we're not on the topic. You did not call my kids pieces of poop. We won't have it around here. I apologize for him. Much better, Mac. We should add Tyler. Sorry, Tyler. We should add you, yeah. yeah. 847, Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a Thursday next This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com.